Hello, brothers and sisters. I'm just Joe, no title, and I'm so glad that you joined me for the Lord's Word of God today. And today we celebrate Yeshua, Jesus, the one it is and was and is to come, and there is no other master of the universe. Amen? Amen. And so, brothers and sisters, God puts a hedge around all his Christians, the ones that are serving him in deed and truth. Amen? Amen. And in Hebrews chapter 6, the Word of God tells us that after we receive the Holy Spirit, we are to go on to perfection. And that is practicing righteousness and bearing fruit, bringing others to Christ. Amen? Amen. And today's message is about a passage in the Bible that talks about trampling on Christ underfoot. And so if you brought your Bibles today, turn with me to Hebrews chapter 10 and we will look into what exactly that is. We'll start reading verse 29. Of how much worse punishment do you suppose will be thought worthy who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, counted the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified a common thing, and insulted the Spirit of grace? For we know him who said, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. And again, the Lord will judge his people. Now his people are Christians. And what he's saying is there is no worse punishment than one of his Christians trampling the Son of God underfoot. In Romans 6.1 it reads, What shall we say then? Shall we continue to sin that grace may abound? God forbid Let's look at a verse that leads up to this, this passage, verse 26. For if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. And brothers and sisters, that sacrifice was Jesus coming down from heaven, dying for our sins. Without that, no one is saved. Amen? Amen. It is God's desire that we not continue to sin. That doesn't mean we're not going to make a mistake, but God doesn't want us to backslide. And that's going back to sinning the way you did before you were saved. And that's what willfully sinning is. And if you do that, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sin. Amen? Amen. To get a clearer understanding of this, turn with me to the book of Hebrews chapter 6. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift, and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit, and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come, if they fall away, to renew them again to repentance, since they crucify again themselves, the Son of God, and put him to an open shame. You see, brothers and sisters, you can't use God and get away with it. Blasphemy is denying God. When you blasphemy God, he will turn his back on you. Blasphemy of the Holy Ghost, there is no forgiveness. And so what God is saying is if gone to the altar and, and asked Jesus in your heart, and you have accepted Jesus as your Savior, and you've gotten baptized, and then you have repented of your sinful ways, made proper changes in your life to follow Jesus, and He fills you with the Holy Spirit, and then you go back to sinning the way you did before you were saved, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sin. And it's impossible, the Word of God says, for you to return to repentance because it's as if you crucified Christ twice and he's not having it. It's not happening. A complete apostasy. Not very many people do this 
Because when you fill and have the Holy Spirit inside of you, you have power over sin. Because the Holy Ghost has power over sin and teaches us how to live. So it's not very many people that will deny God and leave that salvation. But some do. So now, brothers and sisters, turn with me to 2 Peter chapter 2. We'll start reading verse 20. For if after they have escaped the pollution of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and overcome. The later end is worse for them than the beginning. For it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than having known it to turn from the holy commandments delivered to them. So here it tells us that they get entangled. They're just like the seed that falls into the thorns and they were choked. They choked the Holy Spirit out of them. The word of God tells us it's worse for them than if they had never been saved before. Amen? Amen. So brothers and sisters, when we become a Christian, we are to please God and do his will. And we can't please God unless we do his will. And his will is that we not continue in sin, practice righteousness, and bear fruit, bring others to Christ. And so turn with me to the book of Matthew, chapter 25. And here there's a parable of talents. And each person gets spiritual gifts. That's your talent. So bearing fruit is using your talent to bring people to Christ. And God has rewards for you in heaven for that. Amen? Amen. And so in this parable, it talks about people that get talents and use them. And he talks about the reward from verse 21. And his Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Amen, amen, brothers and sisters. And that's what you and I are going to hear someday. If you are a servant of our Lord and Savior, Jesus, obeying his commandments and bringing others to Christ. Amen, amen. But there's a servant that hides his talent and he doesn't use it. And Jesus calls him a wicked, lazy servant in verse 26. And let's read in verse 30 what happens to him. And cast the unprofitable servant into outer darkness, and there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Brothers and sisters, this Christian, this servant, is not serving God indeed. He is not bearing fruit. He is not bringing others to Christ. And God cast him into hell. You can't preach or share Jesus with anyone. It must be someone God has already worked on and he will let you know who to share with. So don't quench the spirit. When the Holy Spirit puts it on your heart to speak out, you need to act. God gives grace to speak his word and you need to teach others what God has done in your life. If we're on the earth and we are not serving God, he will take us out because we are using up space that God can replace us with a new person. People think they can retire from serving the Lord. No way, no how. We must continue carrying the cross given to us by following Christ and taking him as our master, our teacher, our example. Believe his doctrine and obey him. And remember to read up every day and pray up every day and keep the love of Yeshua in your heart. And we will all be with our Lord and Savior someday for eternity. Amen. Amen.